0: Happy New Year's guys. <clears throat> this is going to be our very first show of 2023. We are College Sportscast. I'm Brad and I have John Roberts on with me right now. I believe John Hammonds is going to show up in a few minutes, but we'll see.
1: Maybe he will. Maybe he won't.
0: <clears throat> but this is our very first show of 2023. We hope everyone
1: had, Number one.
0: We hope everyone had a... Um, a good holiday season, and uh, a happy new year. Did you, Roberts? Did you have a good holiday? Have a happy
1: new year? Yes, I did.
0: (laughs) Yes, I was just wondering if you had a good time. Yes, it
1: was a good time by all.
0: Good. presents
1: were given out. Seen fireworks? Tried to avoid those. Don't really care. All
0: right, I was just wondering. I mean, you know, there's basically two times a year that it's okay to shoot fireworks. Everybody knows the Fourth of July, but it's okay to shoot fireworks like for the New Year too.
1: Yeah, and my dogs will keep me awake. (laughs) So I always hope it rains on two days a year. (laughs)
0: <laughs> heck i even seen somebody shooting fireworks off new year's night not new year's eve new year's night somebody was yeah, shooting they're a off.
1: little late a little late especially when you get this far over in the western hemisphere there's not another new year's to be celebrating you're late <laughs> sorry yeah.
0: yeah it was like nine ten o'clock at night new year's night
1: yeah um, ain't got to go home but you got to get the heck up out of here <laughs>
0: I'm not sure what that was about, but anyways, so um, we are here tonight to do, we usually do our hot topics, pick six segment show. Um, This is the week of the college football playoff championship game, and it's going to be TCU versus Georgia. And we thought we'd come on and kind of cover each team a little bit, talk about each team tonight for just a little while. And, uh, then maybe make our picks a little bit later in the week, but kind of have a show that might be dedicated to the college football championship game. We will throw in a few uh, news updates and a few things like that as well. So, uh, right now, I'm going to say that I'm finishing watching Kentucky and LSU play, and uh, there's 3.4 seconds. LSU is throwing it's it in
1: game's over. Okay, it's over. Kentucky wins.
0: Kentucky wins by three at home uh, uh, in Rupp 74-71. Of course, this LSU team just did beat Arkansas, number nine team in the country last week, so um, uh, Josh Hart is on with us. Josh um, he says the ESPN commentators are freaking making me mad. These refs suck too. Glad we won, but ESPN needs to fire these guys.
1: But <laughs> isn't that but, Tom Hart on there?
0: Yeah, that was Tom Hart and uh, um,
1: why you want to follow why you want to fire your brother, Dykes. man?
0: I kind of like Tom Hart and Dykes Josh. Uh, the refs, Doug Shaws, has to be the most impartial ref that i have ever seen in the game of basketball other than maybe ed hightower many many years ago in like the 80s or 90s but doug shouse absolutely what
1: about tv valentine yeah valentine was pretty tough valentine. Was like, it's all about
0: me. yeah valentine was pretty terrible too you're right
1: on that those are terrible the two, that, terrible three, terrible whatever. Those, those are the three time that time. I would mention.
0: Doug Shaws cannot stay in Kentucky, and every game he does, he calls some of the, I mean, just ugliest, atrocious calls. Um, in the first half of this game, Casey Wallace had a putback on a free throw and got hammered and they called the foul on, Doug Shouse called the foul on him, took the basket away. Anyways, oh. um, it was a horrible. Absolutely. Anybody that knows anything about basketball, you could see the replay, and there's no way that you could say that it was the other way around. Um, but Doug Shouse says, blows his whistle and says, up oh, and Wallace, it's on you. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's that's how that's how Doug Shouse calls Kentucky games, and that's nothing but the truth. If you're a Kentucky fan and every game that he coaches or he refs, we are under five hundred in those games in his lifetime. Mm. Joshua Hart says they were rooting for LSU towards the end of the game. Their tone was for LSU, that's why they need
1: they wanted they, wanted they wanted they wanted it they wanted a comeback. Well that's what they want.
0: Doug Shell's always wants a good wants Kentucky game. to lose. No, always. he's
1: talking about the commentators.
0: All the commentators. Yeah, yeah. they were so if you're
1: talking for, about you at the end of the game. They said okay well they just want a good game. Yeah so they was probably one so to they come back and, then <clears> then, <throat> then you get to then you get to have five more minutes and then you get
0: so to- Josh just so you mm-hmm. know Jimmy Dykes was once an assistant coach at UK so he does like UK, and Tom Hart's a pretty good. Um, what's his? Com, is he the commentator? He's not the color guy. Is he? I can't remember which one's which.
1: Tom Hart's the uh, play-by-play. Play-by-play, or whatever, Thank whatever you, you call the. Uh, yeah, he's the play-by-play, and um, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Dykes is the uh, is the color. Yeah, is the color
0: right? Yeah, <clears throat> I was just trying to remember what what's. Each one of them was called. So
1: what you so. call them? Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: off the top of my head, I had to try to remember that. I'm sorry. I'm not always my brain. I have to like think things through sometimes. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 All
0: right. So before we get to the to the football stuff, we'll do a little bit of update on some scores. Uh, Kansas is leading T T Texas Tech. Almost said TCU. Texas Tech 54 to 45 second half. Um, Texas is getting bounced at halftime by Kansas State 58 to 40. They're down 18, give up 58 points at halftime. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. Alabama is beating Ole Miss 49 to 25. And where the
1: heck is that game? It's it should be at
0: Alabama because they're listed no, second. No, I mean like oh on the TV on TV because I'm see not it. sure, John. It's SEC it's Network. Why it says SEC oh, there Network.
1: It. There it is. It wasn't showing up when I was looking for it earlier. Yeah, um, Virginia is beating Pitt
0: 44-35. Um, Wisconsin beating Minnesota 45-32. Tennessee laid the wood to Mississippi State tonight at Tennessee 83 to 87 to 53 um, so that's some scores tonight there was some pretty good games on tonight um, so try to give you an update maybe before the show's finished we'll give you another little update here um, and kind of run through some scores and I'm not sure. How this works. I don't know if Hammond's can get on after the show has started or not.
1: I thought you could.
0: I thought you could. We'll see. I don't know. He said he'd be on. So anyway. All right. If not, we're cool together, right? I mean, I think.
1: Hey, just a few announcements. Uh, Thursday, we will have Travis Jennings from the Bar Banter Podcast on with us on Thursday night. Uh, he will, uh, we'll do our, uh, our pick 'ems and stuff like that with him. And then he can, uh, he'll do a little bit of a piece of their show, what they do, uh, with us. So we'll answer some questions, whatever he has for us.
0: Yes. And we're excited about, uh, Travis from Bar Benter, uh, being on with us Thursday night. They do a, um, Uh, of course they have a few drinks i think there's usually about four five four at least four guys on the show and um you know they they cover movies and sports and they do a little bit of comedy um so uh we're excited to have them on um and uh like you said they'll be on thursday night with us at eight o'clock so y'all join us for that i also have another big announcement um On January 24th, we will be doing a mock draft, NFL mock draft, and we're going to be doing those once a month. Um, We have a guy that's going to pair his show with us. He has Mock Draft Guy YT uh, YouTube channel, and uh, he has agreed to come on our show and be a part of us, and we're going to pair the shows together. And once a month on the – Tuesday before the last Thursday. And this month, that falls on January 24th. I can't say it's the last Tuesday because the last Tuesday's the 31st. the 31st. Right. So I have to say it that way. It's the Tuesday before the last Thursday. And the reason why we set it up that way is because the last Thursday in April is the NFL draft. So we will have our most updated NFL mock draft two days before the draft um, that we can like reveal to everybody and it'll be cool. And I'm hoping I did a post today on it on um, Twitter and had a whole bunch of responses and retweets and stuff on it. So um, y'all
2: picked the craziest, y'all picked the craziest time to have a, 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 a,
0: to have to have what
2: a podcast.
0: Why is it crazy? We always do Tuesday nights.
2: I know it's not. I'm not saying that, but when when I'm watching Kentucky, that's my priority.
0: Listen, oh, we're gonna have to we're, we're gonna have to either just be on or not. I guess I'm not real sure because I'm trying to do things and keep it on a schedule. I think it'll work better that way, especially trying to grow. If we had an established um, base, it would be different, but. We're trying to grow, so um but I get that getting-
2: it's just I'm I'm a big UK fan and you know that. Well, I mean
0: you ain't no bigger UK fan than I am. <laughs> I I've mean, been a UK yeah. fan
2: all my life. I just can't multitask is what I'm trying to say. I just can't.
1: You gotta learn. Gotta learn. I got I got I got games going. Watching, watching multiple games. Yeah, I, I, I agree
0: game. with you. The Topping second half really did help us because minus Topping in the second half, we really didn't have a whole lot of scoring with a with a minute and uh, before Topping's big three pointer in the corner there, um, with a minute and twenty seconds to go in the second half, we had only scored twenty five points.
1: Toppins, yeah. <clears throat>
0: He did have a big half. And Josh, I, I appreciate you being on with us. And I, I agree with you on that. So we're going to get into the national championship game. It's a big week in college football. And uh, it is TCU versus Georgia. And I, I'm going to start it out by saying this Saturday night. Those were two of the best college football semifinals that I that I seen that I've seen in a while, if you take both games back to back. And did y'all have fun watching these games? I mean, they were really good games to watch.
1: Yeah, they were they were amazing. I loved it. <laughs> they were, they were really
0: good games to watch.
2: I really think that, you know, Ohio State losing Marvin Harrison Jr. was the deciding factor in that game, though.
0: And it could have been.
2: I, I, he, he, you're right. He was out in the first half. And, I mean.
0: And I called it, too. Time. I
2: called it right here on the show with
0: uh, Talking Kentucky on Saturday at 4 o'clock when we did our show. I called it. I said Marvin Harrison is the best wide receiver in college football and that he was going to show it tonight. And he only got to play one half, and he showed it.
2: That kicker, man, that was about the worst kick I've ever seen. That was just.
1: Yeah, well, uh, he, he overcooked.
2: it, but it's—I don't
1: know. Overcooked well, it.
2: Overcooked it. I mean, trying to
0: kick a fifty-yarder is not easy. So you know, you have to try to put a little extra on it, and that's what yep. he did. And, and when he did, why well, he hooked and left? I mean, it was terrible looking. We
2: I mean, can't I really say Kentucky can't really say much. We ain't got. <laughs> we ain't got good. I mean. Either, so.
0: The kick was terrible looking, and I I mean, I'll be the first to admit that.
2: I mean, it was terrible looking, but you can't throw it all on the kicker. No, uh, C.J. Stroud, right next to, you know. So Josh Hart was
0: on was on with us on Saturday, and he said, "Yep, you did say that. I remember that." So
2: I say, you know, next to probably Bryce Young. C.J. Stroud's probably one of the better quarterbacks in the country, and he's going to be a good pick for somebody in that mid, you know. Well, I'm right telling there. you, what he
0: did to Georgia's defense the other night was
2: impressive.
1: And, well, LSU, Bryce, and LSU showed him the playbook. The
2: reason I bring up Bryce Young is because Cole Kubrick made a comment. He said he watched the – he done the uh, – Film review yeah. over the Sugar Bowl, and he said that there's nobody in the country that had better, that was a better quarterback, really, than Bryce Young. He never really had a bad game. I mean, Bryce Young, yeah. Young saves Alabama so many games. Like, and, and he's twenty
0: three and four games. in in as a starter at Alabama.
2: That's 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 impressive.
0: He's twenty three
2: and four as a starter That's crazy. At Alabama. I seen it think, earlier. Many are not want or trying to decide whether to take him early or take him late. But I'm going to tell you some, because of his size. But if you watch him play, though, he don't play that way, though.
1: I mean, he's just a precision passer. Well,
2: so TCU. Yeah. Let's talk about
0: TCU. I mean, TCU pretty much shocked the world. I'm pretty sure Saturday night and and was up double-digit points, like, a couple of times on Michigan. Uh, Michigan did have a whole lot of fight in them, and um, TCU hung on 51-45.
2: Well, the the problem was (coughs) Michigan couldn't stop TCU.
0: Exactly. You
2: couldn't stop Michigan. It was basically one way or another, but TCU made the stops when they needed to.
0: Well, TCU had two pick sixes. And that's, that was the difference in the game. So uh, So, yes. here, here's
2: yes. what's going to be interesting about this yeah. game. Um, it's going to be Georgia's talent and experience against TCU's explosiveness. The way they, you know, their, their offense. Right. It's going to be interesting to see how these secondary, the secondary that's already suspect for Georgia, how they line up against a team that can move the football like TCU can.
0: Well, we're going to start out with kind of talking about TCU and their season. You know, TCU finished the year last year 5-7 and seven, and fired their coach. Um, they hired Sonny Dykes, um, and it was a questionable call. A lot of people wasn't sure if Sonny Dykes was going to be the right hire, to be quite honest with you, and I'll talk a little bit about that more in the next segment, but um, – so um they were unranked in the preseason and in both polls and basically have come out of nowhere. I mean they when I say also unranked, they were also not in the top like three or four for the Big 12. No, either. they weren't
2: even I don't even think they just picked to be top four.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think they were picked to even be top four in the Big Twelve.
2: Um, and that's what many had. Oklahoma, if you remember, had Oklahoma win. Um, yeah, with Tech, with Texas.
0: Texas was up there. Baylor was up there. And Baylor, you see, Oklahoma what happened State Baylor.
1: was Oklahoma. up there. Yeah,
0: Oklahoma State was up there in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know TCU had to be in the middle of the pack at, at least. Um, you know.
2: I'll say this about TCU. Um, Max Duggan has went through a lot of stuff. Um, you know, he had that, what was it, two years ago, he had a catheter in his groin for a heart problem. Um, many didn't think that he would ever recover from that. he come back from that. He's 6'2", 210. He's not the biggest quarterback. Right. But, what's he's that got, old saying, but he's got a lot of heart, man. What's that? What's that saying? Mike um, Jane tar, uh, plays like tart
1: or fights like Tarzan.
2: Fights like Tarzan, plays like Jane. Or sure. Reverse whichever way you say it.
1: Uh, so I don't know Alabama had a had a quarterback that was very similar. Now, didn't didn't really run as much as Max Duggan did. But uh, do you remember Jake Coker?
2: Yeah, Jake Coker.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was one of those guys that like, not really the the best quarterback or the greatest quarterback or anything like that, but the guy. The looks guy like was a gamer. Tarzan, the guy was a gamer.
2: Looks like Tarzan plays like James. What it is? There you go. Okay. I was getting tongue tied so, on how to say that. He's but, just. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was just saying that. You know, Alabama had a had a quarterback that wasn't, you know, necessarily like the the one guy that you would think, man, this guy is going to be awesome or anything like that. Because I mean, he was a backup at at Florida State, transferred in, um, got beat out his first year, um, and then came back in, uh, came back for for year number two, ended up getting the job, and uh, won won a national championship.
2: Did I say match? I say somebody else. I think you said Max. You said Max. Yeah, I say Max. Okay. Yeah. I didn't put it up there on the thing. I thought maybe I had not said it right or something. No, no, no you I, said I,
0: it. I, I just had a few okay. topics that I was gonna go through. Yeah. yeah. But yeah,
2: he he showed a lot of heart, you know. I didn't really watch a lot of TCU games this year. I mean, I watched the Baylor game where they lined up with the field goal, which was absolutely insane.
1: The fire um, drill.
2: The fire the fire drill. drill.
1: That's the fire drill right the there. That I yeah.
2: really um, took took it all in for Max Duggan was the Big Twelve Championship.
0: That kid where, left where it he willed, all on the field, man.
2: He will, even in a loss, he willed his team all the to way to a back. comeback.
0: Yeah, to, to a, a comeback.
2: comeback, and it was just like they was <clears> two or <throat> three drives there where he just ran the football and was running over people. So I'm let me let me
0: tell you th- tell you all this. Before that loss to Kansas State, they finished the season twelve and zero. Okay, they had won seven straight games by ten points or less. Seven straight games by ten points or less. Uh, um, <clears throat> you know, so they've had to fight all year long they had to fight against Michigan and I'm going to I'm going to give y'all talking about TCU just a little bit. I'm going to give y'all a couple of players and I'm going to talk about them for a minute. Dylan Horton, okay? He's a defensive end for TCU. He started his career as a safety. Did y'all hear me? He started his career as a safety. He transferred to TCU and put on 75 pounds after he transferred. Against Michigan, who won the award for best offensive line in college football this year. This kid had four sacks, a forced fumble, and a pass breakup as a defensive end against the best offensive line in college football. This is what kind of heart and what kind of kids play for TCU. I'm going to talk about a second guy, and I'll probably butcher the guy's name, but Imari, I've got that. I think it's Democato, I think. He is their backup running back, okay? Their backup running back, and the reason why the backup running back was in is because the first string running back that had over thirteen or 1,600 yards for the season got hurt midway through the second quarter. Okay. I'm going to bring this kid up because, again, this is against Michigan. He had one before the Michigan game on Saturday night, he had one career 100 yard game in 2018. Okay. He comes into the game against Michigan, has 17 carries, 150 yards, and a TD
2: impressive I mean can't, can't forget about Quentin Johnston either the wide receiver for TCU. he had that he had that big long pass from duggan yeah um what was it 66 maybe something yards down the middle well, um, I mean
0: big, I'm bringing these up uh, this uh, Dylan awesome. horton kid he 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 had no stars coming out of coming yeah. out of high school okay he was he was a small safety had to pick up 75 pounds after transferring to TCU to to play defensive end. Um, I mean, I'm I'm bringing this up because these are not kids that you're going to find on the Georgia team.
2: Mm-mm. These are just not kids you're going to find on the Georgia team. But that and, don't. But that don't mean, you know, I, I've said it. You know, you look at a couple, there's been a couple instances in the, some of these championship games, not even football, <laughs> basketball, baseball. You don't have the best team, but sometimes heart wins out over talent when talent doesn't work hard. So you're right.
0: Absolutely. Uh, and I'm a, and couple, a couple more things about the names I got up there. Sonny Dykes is only before TCU, before he got hired last year. He'd only had one power five job, and that was at California.
2: If you now, can remember, Kentucky was a was a spot for him when, when they was hiring students. It they was, was, he, was he was one of the guys. But he's but he's been at a couple of other
0: smaller schools and done really well. But he's had one power five job that was California. His record there was 19 and 30. And that's why I said a lot of the TCU, um, a lot of the media and stuff—not TCU fans. Let me let me scratch what I was getting ready to say, but media and stuff was questioning the hire of Sonny Dykes. Um, and then also Max Duggan. You talked about you know some of the stuff he's had to overcome. He started this season as the preseason backup. This season. Yeah, we talked about it early in the yeah. season. And, and, and he's the Heisman runner-up and the Davy O'Brien award winner.
2: And I'll say this. I'll go even far say, I don't think it was the offense that beat Michigan. I'll tell you. Yeah, what there's they two, two,
1: pick, two pick sixes. That, that yeah. beat
2: them. I agree. Yeah. But they shut down Michigan's running game.
0: They did shut down. They had 100 more yards rushing. They had 265 yards, and Michigan had like 160 or And that was a
2: major thing because Donovan Edwards and that group that they got, even without Blake Horn, they're still pretty good. Yeah. And they shut them, which they had that one little play early in the game that scored, and they had that big run. But beyond that, in the second half, they just completely shut Michigan off on the run game. And I think that's where – Michigan lost this game because if you notice in some of the games all season long, Michigan was dominating in games in their run game. Ohio State, um, was it the Penn State game? Um, oh, yeah, and I mean, they, they were running three 400 just, yards in some games. PCU just shut that plum off, and that's a testament to, to what Sonny Dykes and what this group has done. And they're going to go up against a bigger challenge, I think, though. Well, they um, are. North, North and, and we'll, a bigger challenge but they are
1: against team absolutely- you also went up against a team, against a team you know, this you know with Georgia and a team that can not to say that they they've ever really been pushed to do it but they can beat you throwing the ball more so especially more so than what Michigan was able to do. there's only so,
2: there's only been really two games that Georgia kind of fell asleep and that was the Missouri game and the Kentucky game. And I think the Missouri game, they was closer to losing than it was the Kentucky game. Because the Kentucky oh, well. game, they just kind of – I think the wind had a lot to do with, with – The, the wind and rain so, that uh, day
0: affected that game kinda,
2: a lot. <clears throat> in and out, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Georgia was a preseason number one, napping chip last year. So, my point in this is you have one end of the spectrum and you have the other end of the spectrum. Um, when it comes to TCU versus Georgia in this game, All right
1: here, here, how do we have our quarterbacks compare? Because this is kind of a weird, weird little yeah little look for quarterbacks. Yeah, we're, we're going to get
0: to we're going to get to stats, and I got him. I got him I'll next. say this: you know,
2: history favors the dogs. Um. A shootout favors TCU,
0: and I'm not so and sure that TCU's offense can't get it done. They've done it every game. Um, I think they, Michigan's. I think Michigan's defense is overall. It's got to be close to Georgia's defense,
2: it's, and Georgia's it's defense, Georgia's.
0: and Georgia's defense is missing a few players. They they, they were secondary. this past week.
2: I said it, I told you this third game maybe. Might have been the fourth game. I can't remember about Georgia. I said they're going to run into a game on because I think it was the Kent, was it the Kent State game when you were talking about? Yeah.
0: Where they probably. gave up a lot
2: of yard they gave up a lot they of yards. Yeah. I said their secondary is suspect. And I said yeah. they're going to run into a team that has an offense that can move the ball at will. And they're going to well, have a Ohio, tough Ohio time State
0: there. damn near done it. I mean, yeah, they have did. done it.
2: And I and I'm not so sure TCU has a better offense than Ohio State does.
0: They might. They might actually um so if it's going to be a challenge. One. I think I think uh that Georgia knows it's going to be a challenge.
2: Georgia I'm pretty ain't, sure Georgia ain't stupid. They've been here. They 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 know what yeah. to expect. You know, they're smart, Kirby smart. is probably one of the the better coaches in the country. You know, I listen to him do pre-game um speeches. He treats this like a war. Why like he treats this like
1: killing Winslow Jr. He's
2: just he's just a different <laughs> he's just a different animal when it comes to preparing a team for battle. And just listening to him speak, he don't treat it as a football game. He treats it like they just they just killed your dog out there. And we want to take them. We want to take their soul. And the I mean, just, you know,
0: yeah. I mean, so my next topics were Kirby Smart and Stetson Bennett. I mean, Kirby Smart' job that he done at Georgia, um, elevating Georgia beyond what they already were, which was pretty much a perennial nine or
2: ten win team. What I meant by that was he's just very intense, is what I'm saying. He is. He is. He is, absolutely. He don't don't take a – like, you notice him, was it a couple years ago in a championship game? He grabbed – he grabbed Stitt – was it – yeah, it was last year. He grabbed Stitts and going out to the locker room. You know, most coaches don't do that.
1: Oh, he did that. He did that, yes. He did that, yes. on Saturday. Saturday. I'm happy because they they, – they had that one. Um, he come out on the field they, and grabbed and
0: put his arm around him and talked and talked to Stetson. That's what I was yeah, saying. There was Most a there was
1: a player too. There was a player too on that last series, and then they ended up because he wasted too much time or he 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 did something, and then you know it it, it killed the drive. Yeah, it killed the drive. So they they ended up just taking a knee and going into the. Uh, yeah. into the locker room, and at that moment, that's right when uh, when Kirby ran straight to him and said, "Straight to him." Most coaches, and then,
2: most coaches don't do that.
1: Yeah, um,
2: I mean, there's a few, then, there's a few that do that, but not. And many. then
1: immediately after the game, I mean, they're, they're you know they're, they're interviewing uh, Kirby, and you know they're like, "Well, well, what'd you think about your quarterback?" He's like, uh, "He's got a lot to work on." <laughs> 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 Well, I'm going to tell you right now, game.
0: Stetson Bennett had one of the best fourth quarters that you could ever ask your quarterback to have. He was 10 of 12, 190 yards, and two TDs in the quarter. And Georgia started the fourth quarter
1: 38 to 24 down. Who just also He also was a little reckless. Seven. He was reckless in that too.
2: TCU was picked seventh in the Big 12.
0: Seventh. Okay, I knew it. I knew it had to be somewhere in the middle at least. Yeah, yeah, was seven yeah.
1: Not even in the top half.
0: Nope. That's where. That's where. That's you know. I'm trying to say you know you got TCU that was down here one end of the spectrum, and you got Georgia that was at the very top, and and that's kind of what the game is, and uh, you know so um, Roberts. You like to pull for the underdog, so, but it's an SEC school, so I'm um, just, you don't have to tell me right now, you don't have to tell me, I'm just, we're going to do that later in
1: the week, but. So, so if you're, if you're, if you're TCU, um, you're, you're looking at Georgia's secondary because you think you can, you know, really work with that because that's the, that, that seems to be the weak the weak spot and, and the, the one weak link that you need to be attacking if you're TCU is Kaylee, uh, Kylie Ringo Ringo going after him. You know, right. I'll tell you too,
2: something that Georgia and TCU kind of have in common is they have two quarterbacks that play with a ton of heart, a ton of character, and, and they've came back in certain games and won. Um, there's a lot of Moments in the season where Georgia's had a couple games where they fell behind, and they've come back and won. TCU probably a little bit more than that, but they mirror each other in a way at certain places.
1: Who has except, more moxie except, except Which quarterback?
0: Georgia has, quarterback
1: has more moxie.
0: That's true. So I said I made a statement a while ago that Georgia don't have those type of players that I was talking about that TCU has the names that I threw out. But I do want to throw one name out that is very similar to that, and that's Stetson, Bennett.
2: Bennett,
0: Stetson yeah. Bennett. Stetson Bennett was a walk-on.
2: Mailman. The mailman. Yeah.
0: So when I said that Georgia don't have those players, they do have one, and that's Stetson Bennett. And I don't know if anybody caught it or not, but when the game was over Saturday, Stetson Bennett was crying like a baby.
1: Yes, I saw that.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he – It
1: was before the last snap. because It was. Because you know, they, they, they but, had the big celebration bro, once the – And there was the, three the, seconds left. The, yeah, yeah, once well, the turnover on downs happened. But
2: yeah. You got to think, though. Ohio State was so close to winning that game.
0: Oh, yeah. Your, I mean, Stetson thought, your, thought it was
2: over ripping your dreams out and saying, yeah. you know what, you ain't going to get back-to-back national championship. Oh, I'm
0: not making fun of him, man. That's heart. Oh, I mean, Stetson, Stetson has heart, man. I mean, he does. it's all there. And I, if he you're –
2: really thought – if you watched his facial expressions, he really thought this game's over. He did.
0: Um, you know, so well,
2: – Georgia fans did too. You They scanned the crowd, and Georgia fans were sick. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. So,
0: anyways, I, I made a statement a while ago that Georgia didn't have those type of players, but I, I want to make going. sure. I want to make sure that I make a statement and say that they do have one player. They got I, I actually they
2: got two. Actually, they got two.
0: Okay, who's the other?
2: Brock, Brock Bowers.
0: Bowers, Bowers was at least highly ranked.
2: <clears throat> yeah, but he he's not your average wide receiver either. No, I mean, he's a tied end, wide receiver. He does everything. He, he kind of I think who he kind of reminds me of is Gronkowski from. Um, well, Brock you know,
0: Bowers will be playing in the NFL soon. He'll play and somewhere. He's, he's just. He kind of
2: reminds me just, of them this guys. is just his second
0: year, anymore. so he has one more year left. You know, but Stetson Bennett, I'm not sure if he will be playing in the NFL.
2: Reason I say he kind of reminds me of Gronk is because you know how Belichick had them Wes Wilkers. Those Danny Amendolas, he had those little guys that, did them, that played in the slots.
0: Yeah.
2: Just kind of reminded me of how Bowers, how they used him. You know, Cole Beasley's another one, plays for the Buffalo Bills. Um, You know, he just reminds me of those kind of caliber receivers.
1: Right. Kittle, George Kittle.
2: Kittle's one, yeah. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, I wouldn't put him in that range because – Kelsey's probably on another what about What about
1: Gonzalez, Gonzalez back in Gonzalez. the day?
2: Huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat>
2: yeah. Sorry, but, I just got a phone call, but did you all talk about DeMar Hamlin any? Not we yet. Not. We have not.
1: Not yet. not yet. That was a scary is situation. That,
0: is that Josh?
2: That's Josh.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I will. Before we close out the show um, I, I had just a little bit I was going to speak on About about Hamlin So um, We are uh, Of course talking about The TCU and Georgia game So we're going to go from um, Y'all have anything else stets Stetson, Bennett you want to throw in
2: Mm-mm. We're good on, I'm good on that
0: Alright so <clears throat> we're going to go to Keys for a win For each team and uh, kind of talk about some of the keys that you think you know on, for TCU. I mean, they have to be explosive on the offense. They they have to keep um, on their I heels. Think,
2: I think they got they limit to limit explosive Georgia's, on
0: offense.
2: I think they got to limit Georgia's explosive plays. Um, you know, take care of the ball on offense um, yeah. against this Georgia defense. You don't want to. Have turnovers. Because no, absolutely. Georgia will take a team like Georgia will take advantage of things like that. Um, just put your foot on the gas and play sixty minutes is what I look at it. You know, play like you did against Michigan. Um, no holes barred. Um, you get behind, don't don't sit and think. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Um, because event, you're going to find yourself behind this game eventually. Um, you just don't want to get behind 14 nothing, twenty-one to 7 against a team like Georgia, because in that regard, things might not go as the way you planned it.
1: When when Georgia gets up, then they can lean on you, and they yeah, can that's, just that's sit the there and start running and, and start, you know, uh, leaning on the run game and whatnot, and so what you don't want to be is down two to three scores behind them. Um,
2: well, the fact two, that the
1: fact that you have a quick strike, a, a a quick strike type of offense, and have the ability for that quick strike is very is the one thing you've got to be able to to kind of play in on. But, that was a. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, just just talk about the Georgia quick strike. Got, there was a
0: section in that Michigan-TCU game late in the third quarter where, I mean, each team, it was just a bomb, 40 seconds and touchdown, 52 seconds and
2: right. touchdown, 40-some no, no,
0: no, no. seconds and touchdown.
2: Another thing Georgia has that a lot of people don't realize, well, they do realize, but is Georgia's got more team speed than, than Michigan and some of these other teams. Correct. They got speed on the outside. They got speed on defense up front. It's it's not going to be um, the type of game that you want it to be physically-wise like you was a Michigan. You're going to have to take it up in a couple more notches.
1: You're going to need to, uh, one, do what Ohio State was doing, which was running as many plays as fast as you possibly can. Just a a, a hurry up. And Max Duggins is gonna have to deal. use his
0: feet along with his his arm.
1: Right. Well, and t- so T-C, you, you, you
2: had go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say hit the outsides to soften up the end the middle and then just start pounding away at the middle. It's gonna take the whole game to get that middle softened up enough to well, go through. But I think you can do it you just have to – I mean, you have to be committed and stay committed to the run. You have TCU to be committed and stay committed to the run.
2: Three turnovers against Michigan. You do that against Georgia, you're most likely not going to win the national championship.
1: Right. Well, and and the only reason need, why they need those turnovers, turnovers
2: against Michigan is the pick sixes. That's it. Yeah. But you're not going to uh, be able to get by with that against a team like Georgia, is What I'm saying.
1: Right. You got no, You, you no, got you to, like to force. You got to force the turnovers. You got to force turnovers too. Yourself. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that hundred percent. Um. You know. You look so. good on
2: camera tonight, by the way. Keep up the good looks.
1: <laughs> well, thank you.
2: All right, uh, man. I, I wouldn't talk. <laughs> I wouldn't talk to you, Robert. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, so, shoot.
2: you I'm know, just Brad, I'm just trying to get Brad to laugh a little bit.
0: So we are not going to be picking yet, but Josh Hart's on here and says he thinks in the end that Georgia is just too good and that they will win the can game. I, can I pick? I was not planning on us picking, but, you know, I was going to do that Thursday. That's going to be our show had, on Thursday.
2: If I had to pick right now, I would pick Georgia. Just because of the overall talent team speed what that's what gets me. Well, I'm we're picking
1: still a team south of the Mason Dixon line.
2: We're
0: still, we're still six days away. I think we have enough time to kind uh, well, of judge know. things I'm not a little saying bit. That. I just, so
2: I just don't know how TCU's going to respond to that kind of speed that they're going to come up against.
0: We might uh, even pick Sunday. Year.
2: They've done it all year, but I just don't – it's going to be tough for me to decide on this one. We might even pick it Sunday.
0: I thought I'd talk to you guys about it, but, you know, that's be the day before the game. That's the day before the game. Since, the since your the game. Green Bay
2: Packers are one game away from playoffs.
0: Yeah, they'll be playing Sunday night.
2: <laughs> hey, that's a perfect – that's a perfect chance right there while they're playing.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, I just wanted to let Josh know, I'm not – you know, we're just kind of covering the game and covering some of the – team concepts and stuff and talking about the big they had you know i did a poll on twitter and said which was more surprising the 51 points in tcu win or the georgia comeback on ohio state and in my opinion like it the 71 or 72 percent won it um and it was tcu but i think come comeback. um was just about as surprising. I mean, the way they did it well, at the last, you inches, know, it was and then impressive, and then leaving know. them leaving them fifty four seconds and on state getting in field goal range. I mean, I just thought, uh oh, Georgia's fixing to lose, y'all.
2: You know, the thing I thought I thought about that when when Georgia scored, you looked on. They was showing you know how they scanned the field and everything. They they scanned over the stitch in two or three different times. And he, it looked like he was thinking to himself, "We scored too quick."
1: He even said it in the post game. Thought we might have scored too quick. I
0: told I as soon as they scored, I was I was screaming, Stetson, you done it too quick, man. You left too much time on the clock. I I said it. I was like, man.
1: Yeah, but then I mean, that I, I I feel like also in the. In the return, uh, or or when Ohio State was going down, that Ohio State also mismanaged the the clock that they had because of the I think they 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 allowed too much time to, to come off the
0: to the clock off a couple of times yeah
1: yeah and they and, had two
0: timeouts and I they they didn't use right. them the for a couple of plays and I'm not really sure why
1: right. And so yeah. then it, it, it cost them because it, once they got down at the end then they, they weren't really doing what they could to get you know get more yard you know get get even closer get lined up correctly and then you know it ends up being a but 50 They also had a
0: couple, they also had a couple of injury time outs for uh, Mikel Williams Georgia played right. with about 30 seconds to go and had basically a timeout to set up plays. And they all huddled, got together, and everything else. So they had those Correct. two plays, too. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, I think that they had they had the ability at the end of the game and just kind of squandered it. I will say this. And then...
0: CJ Stroud was impressive. The
1: best he's the best he's ever looked. He was the impressive. The best he's ever looked.
0: Like, I know... You started the show out uh Hammond's talking about Bryce Young, but Lord have mercy. CJ Stroud was in of favor.
2: He kind of favors, favors Bryce Young the way he moves and the way he makes plays.
0: I'm sure after watching the game Saturday that I wouldn't pick start St- pick CJ Stroud. I'm telling you, I would he take impressive.
2: him. I take him in the top ten. If I was needing a quarterback. Somebody that really needed a quarterback. Um, Jets. He was
1: impressive. If you Zach. feel like if you feel like you can you can hone that in and have him do that multiple times, because again, this is the best he's looked. But he he hasn't. Well, and they said that that good. He hasn't game. looked that good the entire you know as far as the for for the season. The commentator says that in the game. together, right. And yeah. so – and because and, there's been games where he's looked like a deer in the headlights.
0: So but he was, against him, he was impressive like against him. Georgia. He was impressive yeah. against Georgia, I can
1: tell you. He was. And he was um, calm. And Georgia's the collected. best team in the country that whole game
2: for two years straight. So, I thought a lot of people was picking Georgia that game. But I, there was just a little part of me that said, oh, Ohio State's going to give them everything they want.
0: Well, Coleman Scott, before we were getting off that night, he asked me, he said, is there any chance that Ohio State wins this game? And my my response was is that they have a heck of an offense, and that Marvin Harrison was the best receiver in the game, and that they could there was a chance that they could put up a lot of points, and if they could do that, they would have a chance to win. And that's pretty much what happened. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much what
1: happened.
0: Yeah, until he got concussed. Marvin get get to finish the game, but he had one heck of a. He had first five receptions. He had 106 yards and three TDs. (laughs) I mean, quickly, first quarter. Right. Yeah. So, all right, guys, Um, that's kind of what we're going to talk about as far as the. The the playoff game, the championship game for next week. I kind of want to run through some of these scores. So, Kansas and Texas Tech are seventy three to seventy two with forty seconds to go. Kansas has the ball. It's at Texas
2: Tech. Oh, we're going to basketball now, right?
0: I just giving an update real quick because I I opened the show.
2: Tennessee looked like a Final Four team tonight. They, they did. absolutely dominated Mississippi State. They did. Did anybody 25. see the ending? The ending to the Louisville Syracuse game.
0: No, I didn't see how it ended. I know it was close.
2: I'm going to tell you right now. Please go watch the ending to that game. Okay. I'm not even going to say what else happened. Just go watch it. Damn it, Hammonds. The <laughs> reason I say that is how bad Lovell is. It, it, it just proved the point to how bad they really are. They had a chance to win the game. I'll just go ahead and say it. Had a chance to win the game, and he was dribbling around out on the front, didn't realize how much time was left, and dribbled through three or four different guys the Ellis kid and lost yeah. the ball and kicked the ball, put them out of bounds, and the time went out.
0: They didn't even get a shot. They
2: didn't even get a shot and, off.
0: Good grief. That don't look good for Kenny Payne either, guys. It
2: All does, right, does so, I agree. And, and there was another So Pittsburgh's
0: situation. up on Virginia, who's ranked number 11 right now, with 29 seconds they to double go on the ACC network.
1: Virginia double-dribbled.
0: 62 to 60. (laughs) Okay. I'm just trying to update this. There's some games going on.
2: Vanderbilt beat South Carolina. But to get to that point, South Carolina had the ball at the end of regulation, got their shot blocked. Vanderbilt guy picked it up, tried to run with it, got it stolen away by the South Carolina guy tried to put up a shot, and the ball tipped over to a South Carolina guy for a layup, and a guy that he was a media guy or something, he said, "Um, we need to play Benny Hill's music to the ending of this regulation. He said, this is absolutely atrocious. (laughs) (laughs) When you put two bad teams together, though, that's what you get. Oh, man, you were wide open, dude.
0: Sorry, I'm watching the end of this.
2: Texas Tech, nominated State. Ole Miss tonight. Um, wow! Texas is about to lose to Kansas State.
0: Yes, Kansas State was drilling them by eighteen at halftime. They're they're fixed to give up a hundred.
2: Kentucky won pulled, out a, pulled game. out a win at home. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but Here's it was my
2: thing. it was my it was a struggle for us tonight. to do it. I'm just gonna say this. I'm gonna make this quick and easy. I'm glad we won. We topping looked good. There was they was they were some half, really good, good. There was some really good moments in this game. You know, they they moved the ball around, they played better team ball, the energy was there. But for the life of me, why when we get into a close game, five, six points or two minutes to go, we go to stall ball.
0: And we we can't hit free throws late in the game. Severe Wheeler played a great game today. I'm not going to say he didn't. He did. But Lord have mercy. Every time we have had a late game situation this year, this is now 14 games in, every time we cannot
2: sink free throws well and you can't and you can't do any offense either when it gets late in the game you know you look at last year St. Peters we had we had an 8 point lead with 4 minutes to go or no 5 minutes to go and couldn't hold it because all we did was just dribble the ball around on out on the perimeter well part of that is hitting free
0: throws when you're up and they got to start fouling you've got to step up to the damn line and hit your free throws
2: i am never seen simple. a cow team, a cow team that shoots free throws worse than they had.
0: It's this every team,
2: year every time
0: they have. It's been a. late uh, I've game seen Memphis situation. team
1: do that. Memphis had some pretty bad free throw shooting yeah, teams.
2: Their Ro- their Rose yeah. team was pretty rough. Yeah, yeah
0: Memphis with Memphis with Calipari.
1: That's what I'm saying. Memphis with Calipari, <laughs> yeah. bad yeah, yeah. free throw shooting team. Yeah. They had Derek Rose, bad, free throw shooting team. But uh, I just also wanted to say that in uh, less than forty-five days, we have college baseball. Yes, sir. That's going to be awesome.
2: Yeah, we're going to be doing quite a oh. bit of coverage oh, yeah. with all three got, of this. I time. got, I got some news tonight. We have a interview Sunday. Sunday. On our Sunday show? Yes, sir. Okay. our Sunday show. Okay. I'm just using it for an interview, if that's okay. Sounds good. Alan, Alan Ray from Villanova will be okay. on the show with us. On Sunday? Um, yeah, he, he said the afternoon would work. Um, I told him I'd get back to him on a time. Well, um, three,
0: so three is what I haven't scheduled at three Central,
2: three, three, three Central. that before four Eastern time, right? Before Eastern. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Um, that's what I
0: haven't scheduled.
2: We can we can we can do that, and because uh, he said that he needed to do it pretty quick because he was going to be doing some stuff down the road, okay. podcast wise, and I told him right that yeah. that would be a perfect time to be honest. Okay
0: sounds good man so we got a lot of stuff lined up this week we have bar banter on thursday and sounds like we have Alan ray not to be confused with ray allen um
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> just so y'all know the
2: difference um uh, if we ever Alan- get lucky enough to get ray allen that would be perfect right <laughs> ray played for villanova on the
0: like 2016 that went to the elite eight
2: actually he played with, uh, if if you remember correctly, played with Kyle Lowry. Played with that. He did. Hillin- He played, played on that Raptors. four guard
0: team. Remember, there was a four guard remember team.
2: Yeah, they went to. I think one year they went to the final four, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, I
0: think they, went to, the, they went, to the elite, went to the elite eight. I know, but we went can to ask. The elite you to eight, make sure. Lost
2: to Florida, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they went to the elite eight. Is his last year? I think.
2: Yeah, because uh, he because he uh, was telling me about the Florida the Florida team that won national championship. Yeah, he said they had so many. They had so many dudes on that team. Yeah, he said
0: yeah, that's just, that's that's the years or right up close to the years that Florida won their back to back.
2: Billy Donovan's he gonna six, purchase six, any? Is he gonna purchase any land in Lexington? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that joke?
0: <laughs> yes. Gosh, everybody if something was to down. happen to Cal, that'll be the first name everybody bring up. He ain't coming Billy to Lexington, Donald, guys. Man. He's not he coming. coming to Lexington, guys.
2: He's not coming. Can, don't even
0: don't even mention him. He's not coming to Lexington. <laughs> I don't want to hear coming.
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> you know as See, bad as we are right now, a lot of people would accept Tino back as much as I hate to say God. it.
0: I'm going to tell you right now that might be that might be all she wrote for me. I don't know.
1: Too old it's,
2: let me say this. If and it too wasn't for Kentucky wouldn't be where they are today.
0: I'm just telling you, it might be all Let's she wrote for. Me.
2: Let's I, leave it at that. If it wasn't for Patino, Kentucky wouldn't be where they are right now.
0: Well, I mean, Patino done an awesome I'm not going to ever say the job that he'd done in Kentucky. He, if he would have stayed, he would have won four or five titles.
2: I, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, I know. It, The big scandal. I just can't. I just look.
0: We live in a world where, um, you know, you don't morals and all that kind of stuff to mean anything anymore. And for me, it still means something. And I just can't I can't go that route. That's just me. But. That's why did I said
2: did t- Do you want to touch on Damar Hamlin real quick?
0: Yes, I do. So last night, uh, Buffalo Bills playing the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and uh, uh, Damar Hamlin, who is a second-year player out of Pittsburgh, um, made a tackle on a crossing wide receiver, uh, completed pass, routine play, um, jumped up. Even got up, he got up, adjusted his um, helmet, and tried to take a step and just fell back, fell completely down. Um, Collapsed. Yeah, he he collapsed. Um, First time I've ever heard of this in my entire life. And I've been watching football for, you know, 45 years. Um, I've never heard of them having to do CPR on the field and and they had to do CPR on the field. Um, I do want to mention one thing. So we're college sports cast and this was in the NFL. So I want to go. So this kid, he's 24 years old and I'm I'm still calling him the kid because he's half my age. Okay. (laughs) But he's 24 years old. He's been in the league two years. This is his second year. Um, he became a starter this year.
2: He's is. He got a great toy. His toy drive is amazing, by the way. Yeah, he, he play,
0: yeah it is. I've seen mean it today. He, he played in Pittsburgh, and he's from Pittsburgh, okay? So uh, Coach Mike Tomlin Pittsburgh Steelers, I saw a little piece on him today, and he, he's making some statements about Hamlin, and he told the story that he knew Hamlin since he was 12 years old. Um, and that, you know, just what a great guy he was, what ethic he had to get to where he was, the goals that he had. Um, he talked about his family um, and, you know, just what Pittsburgh and the and the city of Pittsburgh meant to him. And, uh, you know, so uh, I wanted to throw that. In as I talk about this because we're college sports cast, and and you know, people have been talking about you know, praying for the Bengals and praying for the for the Bills. Um, but there's a whole nother family of this with uh, Pittsburgh Panthers that um that's being affected by this, and uh, you know, I, I just want to throw that in there uh, because he he was a big Pittsburgh guy and played at Pittsburgh. Um, And from Pittsburgh as well. So, I mean, he was so well-known that the NFL head coach, Mike Tomlin, knew who he was at 12 years old. I mean, that's as a player, that's that's pretty big.
1: Yep. So,
0: um, you know, many, many prayers for him and his family. He's still in critical condition. The last I heard, there was an update a few hours ago. Um, but uh, all signs are pointing that he had a heart attack on the
2: field. They said he went into a cardiac arrest. Um, They said that they had the pumping with AEDs. Um, In today's technology, you wouldn't think they would have, even for an NFL game, they would have that ready to go on the field, but apparently they did last
0: night. Um, Yeah.
2: They had all that ready. I mean, within four minutes, they had already done all that stuff that's how quick. Yeah, it and they part. said that they they pumped him for almost 9 minutes, CPR for 9 minutes.
0: Yeah. They were but they were working on him within 4 minutes after he He collapsed. was
2: medically according to what I read with the media, a NFL spokesperson said, was he was me, perhaps medically dead for for a few minutes. Possibly.
0: It's it doesn't sound good. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the Mike Leach thing
2: the Hank, that we, that the we
0: Hank, had about the a Hank month ago. Yeah, Hank Hain Gathers. Situation. Yeah.
2: Um, and, and what I took from the game last night, when that happened, you could just see on the faces of every single player, they was not interested in a football game. Well,
0: no let time. me say this. The, the whole Bills about. organization, every player, every coach, ever was on one knee praying. So that was kind of good to see. I'm just going to throw that out there. Well, the, the Bengals were too. Um, I know, but I'm just saying, well, I, in today's world, in today's we world, that, yeah. we don't see that a lot. Everybody says, well, you know, it's it's awful to, you know, talk about religion or pray or, you know, stuff like that. But well, almost, I had a last friend. night, the whole – everybody in that stadium
2: was praying for DeMar Hamlin. Well, I had a friend – that was at the game, and he said that in the stands, every single family was locked together in arms praying for DeMar Hamlin. And you don't see yeah. that in an NFL game anymore. Like, his mom was there father, last night, by the way. His mom was there, yeah. Yeah. His uncle gave an update, I think it was it 6 o'clock maybe, um, earlier yeah. tonight, said that they feel like he's doing a lot better. His oxygen's back up to 50%. Um, so oh, really? That's pretty good. That's what they yeah. said. Um, according well, to so CBS.
0: I do want to bring in one thing here, okay? And it's been a hot topic ever since they done this, but they canceled the game last night after this happened, and everybody's been saying in this new age world that we live in that it was the right thing to do. All I'm gonna tell you is this if this happened 20, 30, 40 years ago. On the field, there's no way that they cancel the game. We live in a different time. That's all I'm going to say. They would it would have been treated like an injury, like any injury. We've had people, you know, with broken necks and can't move, and I mean, there's been lots of bad injuries in football, and a long time ago it would not have been treated that way that's all i'm gonna say i'm not saying that in today's world i get it i understand it's a different world that we live in i just sometimes in the world of sports i think we teach it nowadays under a certain circumstance, it's okay to give up.
1: And I don't think anybody all. was interested. I don't think anybody was going to be interested.
2: That's For, all. The be, players,
1: none, of, none of the players were going to be interested.
2: The fans, the, even the fans, were fans interested. weren't
1: interested. Mm-hmm. Nobody care. was going to be interested. We live in
2: a different world. We live Nobody in a different interested.
1: world.
0: I'm Nobody telling was
1: you. interested in that.
0: That's all I'm going to say, and I know that that's not the correct way of thinking anymore in the world that we're living in. I, I get it, so I'm fully admitting that. I'm just used to the Dick Butkus and Ronnie Lotts and the Mike Singletary's. And, the- and
1: all the CTE that came from the Lawrence yeah, and the Lawrence right.
0: Taylors. I got the- it. Yeah, you know, that would yeah, take your this- head off
1: right literally and then they all shot themselves <laughs> because of cte it's just so,
2: a, well we live in a social it's a different media world. world i said it's a different world roberts it's a it's a social media world too and we didn't have social media back then either i know and it's just things are a lot different i know it is i said it was faster and information travels fast like if they say for instance brad harvey's ugly it's going to be on the internet so quick that you don't even know your head's spinning
1: it's on the internet now
0: <laughs> Probably is. i don't care uh, <laughs> i really don't care uh, oh, all right, right guys <laughs> are y'all ready to wrap this up yeah yes. i'm ready yeah. so our new sponsor is soft swift grips and they are gaming gaming grips um you can check them out at swiftgrips.net. Um, use CS Cast 10 uh, for a 10% discount, and they're affordable, durable, and high performance. So check them out. Um, we also have Reaper Apparel Company, and you can go there and use C Sports Cast 10 for 10% discount um, on any of their apparel. And they have some really cool stuff. So check them out. ReaperApparelCompany.com. Um, and then go to our um, link tree and and like, follow, support. Um, we appreciate that. So, don't and we will Brandon,
2: see he's an instigator.
0: <laughs> uh. Hey, all I'm going to say is is I usually speak my my feelings how, how I really.
2: You know what so the, there's, you know, there's our I'll, 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 leave, I'll leave it at that. Never mind.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna hide behind them. I'm not gonna tell you a bunch of stuff that I don't really feel. I'm not gonna do that. So,
2: power and death is in the tongue. Let me just let's leave it at that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just keep digging.
2: Huh. Just keep digging your grave, brother. <laughs> just
1: keep digging. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Nobody's, uh, can, nobody's, nobody's pushing you. No. <laughs> There's a Metallica
0: song about digging. Yeah. digging.
2: <laughs> Actually, speaking of Metallica, we might get on the Banner Podcast Thursday, we might get to talk about our favorite rock groups and stuff.
0: They are going to do an action movie topic and a trivia team name topic. So you that way you can have some heavy... Heads up. So you can Uh,
1: start
0: kind of looking. Yeah. Action movies and um, top uh, trivia team names.
2: Sounds interesting.
1: And then uh, may do a last call where he does some rapid fire. Maybe either would you rather or something. Right. Something like that. But those are usually, you know, not really. It's 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 rapid fire, so you're not really there to think about it. Sorry. Right. But the uh, but it's going to be first, fun. The and first topic and, or two and we'll talk are gonna about a little bit of that you can football and
0: stuff too. We'll talk right. football and stuff with him, the college football playoff game, a championship game and yep. stuff with him, and, and uh, you know, and do some stuff like that, uh, sports stuff too. So it's going to be fun, and we will see you guys Thursday night eight o'clock central time nine eastern time and uh bar banter podcast is going to be on with us travis right
1: travis jennings from banter podcast The bar- on you need, you all, the, to, different, all need the, need the different all the
2: different your old cliche um that you used to say when we did when we first started we will see you down the road Brad used to say, we'll see you down the road. <laughs> see you down the road. Yeah.
0: All right, man. We will see you next time down the road.
1: Or some <laughs>
0: other time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Y'all John, have a good night. I appreciate Roberts, you. This. You're
2: the man. You're the man, John Roberts.
1: <laughs> and he's gone.